You are listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to FPEA Connects. Today's host is Suzanne Nunn. Suzanne is an active homeschool mom serving homeschool families in both her local community and across the state. She also serves as chairman of FPEA, Florida's statewide homeschooling association. FPEA serves thousands of homeschool families in Florida, delivering a wealth of support, guidance, and information to both new and longtime home educators. Please join us as we seek to encourage you in your homeschool journey and help you stay connected to all things homeschooling in the Sunshine State. Welcome to episode number 59 of FPEA Connects. It's great to have you join us today. I'm Suzanne, and I'm here with Sharon today. Listen, we are just busy working on all kinds of great FPEA stuff, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We've got some great opportunities actually coming up for y'all real soon, which we'll talk about in a minute. But first, let's catch up a bit. So, Sharon, give me an exciting moment from this past week. Well, <clears throat> this past weekend, last Saturday, I went to a new gun range down oh, south. That how was, exciting. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. I, um, I like to shoot as a personal hobby, so I went and did that, and it was fun. How about you? Oh, well, you know, I've been traveling a little bit, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I have to share about this. I was out of town for a conference uh, last week, and we had a great time there. But, you know, here's the part that was kind of awesome. We were right outside of Washington, D.C., and had a chance to go to the, um, well, fairly, fairly new Museum of the Bible. And I have to say it was a great museum. I don't know exactly what I expected completely uh-huh. but it was a whole lot more than anything I anticipated it's like several stories um I think five stories oh wow six stories tall That's yeah it's really big it, it's huge and um you know so I, I would just say if you're going to DC then um definitely plan on going there and put it on your list because it is very different than you know, what I would just have thought it was going to be. And it has a lot of kind of interactive stuff to do and um, make sure you allow enough time for it because it could actually take a whole day because there's enough stuff there um, to make a day of it. And so we really enjoyed it. And I just wanted to share that. Is it right there on the National Mall? With the other... No, like, but it's very close. It's just okay. right off of that main... Oh, okay. That main thoroughfare. But um, mm-hmm. it was a great... It was a great museum, so I wanted to mention that. But um, yeah, so it's exciting. We were back home, and now we came right back into working on planning these great fall things coming up for FPEA. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of the um, quick events coming up. So these are fall events. And we'll mention them because these are recurring. We have them every fall. Um, One that I was going to mention is the October FPEA Family Road Trip. We're going to be doing that on October the 27th this year. And um, we're going to be going to Billy Swamp Safari down on the Big Cypress Indian Reservation near Clewiston, Florida. So that's one thing. That's coming up pretty soon. Um, So you can check us out on um facebook and there's uh-huh. an event that we've created for yeah. that if you want to sign yeah. up and and tag 
long to go on that. But uh, let's talk for a minute about the special needs conference. Yeah. And the college and career fair, which are both in November. Yep. So what do we need to know about that? Well, the special needs conference this year is our sixth annual uh, time doing it. And yeah. so we're, we love that event. And we're so excited about um, all the different speakers we have coming for that one. And right. if you haven't been before... Uh, if you check out the schedule on our website, there's a lot of um, topics that we cover. So right, check that right. out. That's exciting. We're working on that for sure. And I also think about the special needs conference, especially that there are a lot of great speakers that speak to um, the different needs that families might encounter and need some encouragement or assistance with. Not necessarily only homeschool specific, though. Right. So I think even if you're, if you have friends that you know that are special needs, struggling with families, yeah, that just have those issues that they would want to come to this conference as well. And on the same weekend in the same location, uh, is this our third year for the college and career fair? I think it is our third year. Yeah. Yeah. So the college and career fair is is a great opportunity for students and parents to come and hear some speakers Mm -hmm. uh, that we bring in specifically addressing topics like, you know, uh, what colleges are looking for, getting financial aid for college. Uh, We have a special opportunity um, on Friday before the workshop start. um, There's consultations. So you can actually create some one-on-one time with um, some experts on Bright Future scholarships. Yeah, some and really good and valuable information. Transcript information, yeah. It's really yeah. great, very low cost. It's free for students and only $10 for families to come in. So And they'll be, uh, this year we'll also be offering that mock CLT test, which yes. is a great opportunity for the students to take a pr- uh, practice test a of practice that. practice test, mm-hmm. yes. And so um, if you're not familiar with the mock CLT, I would suggest just taking a little bit Um, of time to look into it more and more colleges across the United States are honoring that CLT test like they would the SAT or the ACT. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway, a lot of good stuff. All of that is coming up in November. So definitely go to our website and um, check out how to register for that and how to get connected. Yeah, it's great. So what are we going to talk about today? Oh, I know what we're looking at. A bucket list for fall. <laughs> a bucket list for fall. Well, I have to say, you know, so in my travels, um, because we like to do it the road trip style, uh-huh. uh, we saw something that we don't normally see here in Florida very much, and oh. that is some fall leaves oh, changing. Jealous. And, yeah, and, and, you know, it's still a little early, so we didn't see all of the fall colors sure. we would have seen later. But it was um, just a little bit of a reminder that we're – ready to jump into the fun and crisp fall season. That's what we like to do. So I thought today would be a great day to do a fall family bucket list of sorts. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll talk about some great things that are suggestions for some rich fall family activities. So let's just break that down. Yeah. And this is my favorite time of year. I love Uh, fall. So I'm so excited to see what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's fun to share. Yeah. Right? Um, so, I thought it would be fun to just kind of look at it with, um, like this, with the breakdown of different categories, so mm-hmm. to speak. So, starting with fall family memory makers, if you have little ones or mm-hmm. toddlers at home, because that's definitely 
um, different to, you know, find things that the toddlers are going to be interested in doing. And right off of the top, I'm going to give you a not so Florida sounding thing to do, which is go apple picking. <laughs> so this is this is something that, you know, my family does yeah. yearly. Um and, you know, randomly across the state of Florida, every now and then you will find somebody that has a few apple trees that you can get some um, fresh uh-huh. apples from. But we normally um, head up into Georgia or somewhere else in our travels. And that's when we get to go to an orchard somewhere and go pick apples uh, from the tree. Picking from apple trees is especially easy for little ones. Like some other Fruits yeah. and vegetables may not be as easy, but apple trees are easy for the little ones. No, that's something I've never done. So yeah. that's, you know, that's fun. I wouldn't have known that. Well, and you can take um, a short weekend trip into mm-hmm. certain parts of Georgia and find some great orchards that mm-hmm. have a lot of other activities going on. Yeah. And, and that's great. And so we love to pick apples. Um, you know, they're like a quintessential fall treats. And even if you can't get them from an orchard, um, one of the great things that, you know, we have done is gone to a farmer's market that uh-huh. brings in oh, a lot okay. of them. So, because one of the things about apples is you can, there's so many varieties. Mm-hmm. And when my kids were little, like toddler mm-hmm. age and, and even a little bit older than that, one of the fun things that I would do with them every year is get all of the different kinds of apples, just one of each kind. And we sure. would have like an apple tasting. tasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fine. And, but for them, it's like, you know, the apples we buy normally every week or whatever right. are a certain flavor and a certain kind, right. typically. So for them, it was it was curious that there were things that were so tart or taste, you know, so sweet or they were crispy or mushy or whatever, you know. Uh, because the apples are all so different. And so you can find those at farmer's markets, uh-huh. too. So even if you can't go to an apple orchard and pick them. And you know, I bet you could probably find something like that online, even, from, like, yes. orchards up north. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fun. Maybe and, a sampler or something. Yeah. And so, and the kids loved making things. We uh-huh. make all kinds of things with apples. But one of the things is they like to make caramel apples. Mm-hmm. We do, too. I is that something Oh, we, we absolutely do. Okay. We do um, caramel apples and candy apples. Oh, you do both? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, actually, I take that back because Bonnie, my oldest daughter, she does a traditional candy apple every year. Mm. Um, she always, she's actually made a couple different things like, you know, classic candy apples. And then one year she made a candy apple pie. And then, but I make the caramel apples and I do, um, I'll go to the store and buy, I won't do just the caramel. I'll buy like all the different toppings. Mm -hmm. So we'll do gourmet ones and we'll, you know, dip each one into like little M&Ms or we'll dip them into peanuts or some of the white chocolate drizzle, but we love them. And so that's, we do that pretty frequently. And, you know, how I made it real friendly for um, my kids when they were younger, because we found... Um, you know, <laughs> we would have a whole apple uh-huh. and then all of the good the candy g- stuff is eaten <laughs> yeah. off of it. And there's yeah. a whole apple sitting yeah. on the counter. Yeah. So we came up with our own little trick with that. See, mm-hmm. so we would slice the apples uh-huh. with the apple slicer core thing uh-huh. and then just put them on lollipop sticks uh-huh. and dip it 
individually. So, yeah. So instead of a whole candy apple or a whole caramel apple, you have idea. slices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it works. It's really good with... Um, I've seen on Pinterest some similar things like that where you make a full casserole dip of the oh, apple yeah, dip with the nuts too. and stuff. That's good, too. Ooh. So, I yeah, this is now. bringing... I was about to say, it's bringing back a lot of good memories. I might have to pick up the ingredients on the way home here. Um, okay, so another must, I think, for Littles is taking them to a pumpkin patch. Oh, of course. Visiting the pumpkin patch. Um, again, it's so fun because... And we kind of take it for granted, don't realize it, but the mm-hmm. little ones do not understand that there are so many different varieties and sizes oh. and colors of pumpkins. Yeah. You know, especially when we live in Florida and we're not near, if we're not real connected to farming and things right. like that, our kids see pumpkins in pictures. Right. You know, or right. the decor that you see at the store or whatever. Yeah. So for them to find that, oh, there really are green pumpkins or there really are white pumpkins. Right, or bumpy ones. Yeah, it's it's really different and they enjoy it. And um, so definitely go to the pumpkin patch. Let them explore it. And don't forget, um, you know, that you can go ahead and pick them out and you can take them home and carve mm-hmm. the pumpkins together or use them for decoration. Yeah, when we were little, we didn't carve them mm-hmm. because, you know, carving is hard for the little kids. And, oh, yeah, you know, definitely. that knife, it's hard for me to carve a pumpkin. So a lot of Very times, we, every year we would make cute little, we would get the smaller pumpkins and each kid would paint. Like, oh. we made them look like scarecrows oh. or cute little things like that. We would put them by our front door. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. And then that's actually something that the little kids can do easier than some of the carving. Yeah, yeah, yeah the carving's too hard for, their, oh, for the real little idea. ones. Yeah, and while you're at the pumpkin patch... Mm-hmm. don't forget don't fail to take pictures oh yeah you've got to get some fall pictures because those are great and a lot of the ones that i've seen recently have actually gotten smart because they'll create like a photo op uh-huh. you know booth right. or whatever yeah for i've people. seen that um you'll you'll love having those later i actually framed some and we use mm-hmm. it as fall decorations in oh, our house that's cute. <laughs> so yeah um and depending on what part of florida you live in i think this one's easier for some floridians than others but um, in some parts of Florida, you can collect a good number of pine cones. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a, a great thing for kids, too, oh, yeah. that are little because it's hands-on. They're touching and feeling pine cones. And um, they're just learning a lot about the different sizes mm-hmm. and shapes. And, um, and if you're near trees that actually lose their leaves, you can do the same thing with leaves. Um, and you can make great craft projects with them or just use them to make... A pretty fall basket yeah. of cinnamon pine cones, you know? Growing up, I had, um, I lived on a big property growing up, mm-hmm. and it had a lot of the Florida pine trees, and those, the older ones, they produced really big pine cones, and they my do. mom, my dad would pay us to go pick them up, <laughs> but then we would do the, you know, classic crafts with them, like the bird feeder oh, things yeah. and stuff like that, but. Well, that's one of the things with the little and homeschooling. And all of the apples, the pumpkins, mm-hmm. the pine cones, you can go on to Pinterest and find um, so many great either activities, projects, unit studies um, to teach about all of those so things. So many yeah. resources. And there's books to read that are great, too. As a matter of fact, we're going to share a list of good fall books mm-hmm. at the end of the podcast. So uh, if you're interested in those, be sure to listen through. Um, to that list of books okay so let's move on to some activities for the whole entire family now i know Mm -hmm. that apple picking and pumpkin patches um 
and carving pumpkins. That's that's all the whole family mm-hmm. can do all of those things. But um, what you know activities do we have that work for older children mm-hmm. or multi age families? Um, and I was thinking about that and thinking one of the things that we've loved to do and I feel a lot safer about it as we're older is bonfires. Yeah. Our kids love bonfires mm-hmm. and we roast marshmallows and uh, for those people who like s'mores, I'm not one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they, they'll make the s'mores too. I don't know about you. I just like the marshmallows. I do too. Crunchy. I, yes. I always like, make mine yes. over. I always burn my Catch it on fire. Yes. There you go. And make it a little gooey. Yeah, it's good. yeah. caramelize it real good. <laughs> yeah, but so we we enjoy doing that, and uh-huh. it's, it's fun. And mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's still a little hot. Yeah, we have a fire but, pit at our house, and we look forward to it every year. That oh, I can't wait until the weather cools <clears throat> off because yeah. my sister and her kids will come over, and we'll we'll use the fire pit for to make marshmallows. Yeah. And they make the s'mores, but I'm like you, I don't <laughs> like the s'mores either. I eat just the marshmallows. That's great. Um, the fall festivals, I think, too, are another fun family uh-huh. event because um, they usually have activities and things that attract different ages. Sure, yeah. But um, some communities have them, like yeah. whole town, big fall festivals. If you're in small towns, I think especially. And other communities, they're sponsored by either the church or the schools. Yeah. I've seen a lot of the parks and rec will do, you know, like mm-hmm. a, pic, a family picnic day that'll have, you know, fall festival hay rides. Like, I know one of our parks right. locally does like a hay ride through the whole big park. So, a oh, lot yeah. of government things will do it as well. Yeah. And it's, especially if it's cooler outside, mm-hmm. I think it's a good time to enjoy the milder temperatures. Mosquitoes might be gone. They might, <laughs> they might be gone. And then it's just the old-fashioned games like sack races sometimes and things like that. Um, you know, and you can come across some really good. I know we used to always enjoy the cakewalks. Mm. <laughs> so they have fun stuff. Um, another idea for the family and, and something that our family has done um, is have a chili cook-off and a cider night with our friends mm-hmm. or with family. And, I mean, we love chili and apple cider, and, um, you know, you don't have to say a whole lot more about that. But last year, we did something a little different. Mm-hmm. We had the moms who were there and some of the daughters. Uh, we actually took and did, like, a little paint night uh-huh. and made some um, paintings for decorations for the holidays. Oh, and that Christmas. sounds like fun. Yeah. So that was fun. And then we also like doing the game nights together, um, you know, and just working in some family fun nights Uh so that we have um, game nights around the house and the kids really enjoy doing that. And another thing, like you mentioned the hay rides, Mm -hmm. but um, thinking about that, the corn mazes too. There's a lot of farms that have corn mazes. Yeah, Zellwood. Mm-hmm. And you can, uh, sometimes you can find a farm that just has all that stuff set up. Mm -hmm. And it's fun to visit the farm that time of year just because it is cooler and you'll find a lot of good treats there. Um, The other thing that we like to do is some classic fall movie nights. I mean, you really can't go wrong with popcorn, Charlie Brown, and the Great Pumpkin, right? right? <laughs> so, do you guys ever watch? Oh, yeah. We own the, all the Charlie <clears throat> Brown movies <laughs> on DVD. That's and just so, classic. we'll make sure we watch the Great Pumpkin. And uh, Yeah. Yeah. We And we've gotten akin to now, uh, might not should admit it, but Hallmark movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> Some great fall movies. And um, so, and they're good for the family. You know, Makes you family long ones. for colder weather. It so does. So sometimes it's fun to watch. <laughs> it does. Watch the movies where they are having colder weather. Uh-huh. And then I think, too, um, just going on a picnic together, 
you know, and for us in Florida, again, you can find some great parks, obviously. But, you know, even if it's not that cool yet outside, go to the beach, have a yeah. picnic. You can explore nature. You can do a lot of fun things, you know, with the kids. And typically it is going to be a little bit cooler. So um, it's not quite as excruciating as going to some of those places mm-hmm. when it's the middle of the summer. Um, and, hey, we're in Florida. So I always love the decorations at Disney. And if you are a pass holder at Disney, you make the most of it this time of year because you want to see right. all the decorations, fall and then Christmas, you know. Mm-hmm. So definitely, I say, make the most of that. Some of the fun, another fun small town thing to do in the fall <clears throat> mm-hmm. is to go to some of the local high school football games. You oh, know, my just, goodness. You know, yes. even if they don't have kids at the football game, sometimes it's just fun to sit in the bleachers and oh, watch them yeah. play football and it's kind of cool out. Yes, and yeah. small towns, it's small like town thing football. to do on Friday <laughs> yeah, night. right, Friday it night lights. <laughs> it is. Um, okay, moving on, next category, fall food, Ooh. which is a tradition for oh, us yes. in our house, right? Uh, so we've already talked about some of the food stuff, but we can elaborate a little bit on apples. I know for us, like I said, we pick them, mm-hmm. so we end up with a lot of them, and we make all kinds of apple stuff. As a matter of fact, I would say that the fall is the beginning of our holiday baking and canning frenzy. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. So tell us about so, some of the things you canned because I've experienced um, some of your goodies before. Oh, yeah. We do homemade applesauce, mm-hmm. apple butter, um, and then the kids really enjoy an apple crisp. It's just very yeah. simple, old-fashioned recipe, but they love it. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a, an apple cake that I make. Mm-hmm. Mm, I've I actually, heard about your apple yes, cake, actually. I have to share that with everybody. <laughs> so, but we enjoy doing that, cooking them, picking mm-hmm. them, canning them. And then um, also pumpkins are food, mm-hmm. right? Right. So again, I think so much of the time we, we don't forget. take the fresh pumpkin and do anything with mm-hmm. it. We just kind of utilize it for decoration. But uh, when you get fresh ones, Mm -hmm. the farther north that they come from, I think the sweeter they are. They're so good. Mm -hmm. And so we will actually process them at home to use for pumpkin bread and pumpkin, you know, muffins. Mm -hmm. (coughs) And we make pumpkin butter, Mm -hmm. uh, which is good. And, of course, we love all of our pumpkin spice drinks, hot and cold. So that's some of the stuff that we really enjoy. Um, but one of my favorite things, this is a kid memory more than anything. When we would go trick-or-treating when I was a kid, mm-hmm. for several years, at least it seemed like we got popcorn balls, like homemade popcorn balls. Yes. <laughs> so I loved them. And if we went to parties at church, they would make them. Uh-huh. Oh, I just loved them. So we have recipes for homemade popcorn balls Mm -hmm. and caramel corn that we make at home. And that's fun. Do you ever put the stuff in your popcorn balls? Like, do you ever put, like, little M&Ms or anything? Or you just make classic traditional? I just love the classic traditional ones. It's (laughs) just so good. Yeah, I know you like them. I love popcorn balls. I like them. So, yeah, let's move on to if you're crafty. What do we do in the fall if you're crafty? On our bucket list. Yeah, I will a lot of times um, for like crafting and things I make, you know, I use a lot of essential oils. Mm -hmm. And so um, for gifts, I often will give at Christmas time things like um, bath salts or bath scrubs. And then last year I had given out a lot of um, the rollerball Mm -hmm. uh, essential oils. I made a lot of those last year. Right. you can't go wrong with making fall scents with those either. So, no. so how about you? What have you guys made? Um, or what do you usually typically do? Well, it's when we usually start planning the homemade Christmas gifts uh-huh. that the kids right. do. So for their whole lives, we've done 
um, sometimes Christmas ornaments for the grandmas. And so we'll start making those mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and other things if we're canning things to give us gifts. So it is a good time to just spend time together and be productive. And this is what we're doing. And um, like you said, uh, don't forget the false scents. Mm-hmm. Right. So we bring out the candles, room sprays, mm-hmm. uh, add some false spice to the air. It just builds on top of those. Feelings coming from the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. That too. And, um, you know, we always make it a day of decorating at the house together. Mm -hmm. We like to spend the time together doing that and moving some of the things out that we put away for the season and Mm -hmm. putting out the fall stuff. And I know you see Christmas decorations already in the store. Yeah. But hey, it's fall. Yeah. We haven't gotten there yet. (laughs) We're not there yet. So, um, it's fun to have that. But so those are just some of the ideas I think of a fall bucket list for our family mm-hmm. and for, you know, friends that we enjoy spending time with. But I mentioned earlier, um, getting some books together for the kids to help, you know, read with them some of the fun stuff for fall. Um, I'm going to give you a few names of books. One that I highly suggest, and you have to make the apple pie at the end is how to make an apple pie and see the world. Oh, that's a great book. Kids love it. We, we will still read that. Um, even though my youngest is now 11, um, the Berenstein bears and the prize pumpkin, (laughs) another fun book, the Berenstein bears and the harvest festival, um, is a great one. And then we like apples, apples everywhere. And we love the pumpkin patch parable. So, you know, that's, some great books, I think, just to go along with teaching your kids in the fall and expanding that mm-hmm. um, time a little bit more. Do you have any books? So uh, a book suggestion I would have is I have a good friend who um, collects cookbooks, and I've always oh, thought yeah. that seems like fun. So it would be fun. A book suggestion I would have is maybe find a new or a used cookbook that you don't own mm-hmm. and then start picking out some recipes for the fall that are in the cookbook. Oh, and try something like new. Try something new. Yeah. That's great. Um Well, I think that's going to wrap us up a little bit here. So remember, don't forget um, to check out our events coming up, the Special Needs Conference and the College and Career Fair. We hope we will see you there. Absolutely. And if you're new to FPA and you're just now starting to consider homeschooling or maybe you're already just fully engaged, uh, remember FPA is your source for all of your Florida homeschooling needs. You can check out our website, www.fpea.com, for exciting opportunities and valuable resources. Also, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, or LinkedIn for other great tidbits and resources that are sure to help you as you create your customized homeschool journey. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website, fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.